in his usual cleanup spot, Mr. Scott Collins. Scotty, how are you? Great, Andy. How are you doing? I'm doing well, my friend. And you know what? Let's see. I don't know if we have it still, but let's see if that <laughs> sweet Heroes and Zeros rift is back. It's time for the best, best. and worst of the NHL this week. Hockey Analytics Heroes and Zeros with Scott Cohen and Andy McNamara. Yeah. Some air guitar there, Scotty, to, to start things off. And you know what? I didn't think uh, we'd be beginning the year with this particular hero. He's been a zero a few times. Nail Yakupov. Unexpected. Wow. Unexpected to be sure. Um, Nail Yakupov getting a, a fresh start in Colorado. Uh, and, you know, last year's fresh start in St. Louis, he had three goals in 40 games. This year he's got three <laughs> goals in his first five. Uh, with the Avalanche. Uh, he's playing on a line with Matt Duchesne and, and rookie Alexander Kerfoot. And it, it's sort of a, um, you know, cobbled together line like Yakupov's getting a chance to resurrect his career. Duchesne uh, is probably just biding time before they trade him. Uh, and Kerfoot is probably happy to be in the league. You know, he just, <laughs> just came, oh, he just came out of Harvard and yeah. making the jump straight to the NHL. And so they kind of throw the three of them together and say, go. Uh, and they've, uh, been kind of a big part of uh, Colorado's hot start. And uh, so Yakubov, he has five points uh, and uh, just as encouraging are his shot metrics. The, uh, you know, the, the Avalanche have better than 64% of the shots uh, with Yakupov on the ice at even strength. And uh, he has 15 shots on goal in five games. And he's not, you know, he's not getting huge ice time. So generating three shots on goal per game, is uh, that's a very encouraging sign. So you know, maybe this is a chance for Nail Yakupov to, to settle in and, and establish that he can be a legit NHL scorer. Well, we can point back to this moment, Scotty, if he does have a good year. We, we tracked it from day one. All right. Uh, hero number two is in South Beach to Florida, Jared McCann. Yeah, I, I was digging deep this week, Andy. So, uh, <laughs> look, Jared McCann, um, when he got traded to Florida last year for Eric Branson, uh, he went and he scored one goal in 29 games uh, for the Panthers before they sent him down to the AHL. And, and the, a deal that looked like a clear win for Florida was suddenly – you know, maybe a little bit uncertain. They they, they kind of expect a little bit more, obviously. Uh, well, now he, he's back up, and um, he had a really good uh, training camp slash preseason uh, with, like, like, Panthers goalies were raving about his shot, like that he has the best shot on the team. And uh, and he's open this season with uh, four points in three games. Uh, like Yakubov, he's generating three shots on goal per game and um, has better than 62% uh, Corsi over the first three games of the season. Obviously, a very small sample. Uh, but one of the things that uh, McCann is, is giving the Panthers early is that um, giving them a viable third line. Uh, he's been playing along with Nick Bugstad uh, and Connor Brickley, and that, that was kind of one of the keys for them um, this season is that they need, they need to round out their top nine in terms of production. Uh, and if, if this third line can kind of maintain any level of consistent production, then uh, McCann probably has to be a significant part of it. So from the best to the worst, and we go to Ottawa. The centerman, Mike Hoffman, only four games. As we said, it's early. We've seen that for a while, but just one goal. Well, he scored on the power play last night at Calgary, and that's – you know, fine, but at even strength, he has nothing. He yeah, hasn't done yeah. anything at even strength in four games. Worse, his Corsi in four games is around thirty-five percent. Uh like that's. I mean, obviously, that that's so bad it can't it can't last. There's there's, uh, you know, no way you're a regular NHLer at that rate. <laughs> but a, a player of Hoffman's caliber, um, you know, he he's typically not only scoring a bunch of goals, but also driving play the right way, and and that hasn't been the case uh, through the first four games. Um, 
in this case, I'm probably just catching Mike Hoffman at a bit of a down spell. I, I don't foresee this as, um, you know, something in the bigger picture that, oh, we should really worry about Mike Hoffman. Just a case of uh, the numbers haven't been so great early in the season. Right, and that's where I was going to go because he's still young, still 27 years old. He's had, uh, well, last three years, 27, 29, 26 goals. So you're just yeah. expecting this as a little blip. Yeah, basically. I mean, Mike, in no way am I suggesting Mike Hoffman isn't still a really good player. Uh, you know, he's probably in the top three or four on the, on Ottawa. And so um, I would expect it will turn around. But it's notable, particularly uh, seeing the possession numbers. Like, uh, you know, you can go through a bit of a, a scoring or point drought if the, the puck's not going your way. But um, to, to see him on the wrong side of possession to, to the extent that he is is a little bit surprising. Right, right. In our final zero, we go to the blue line to Buffalo, Marco Scandella. Yeah, well, they, you know, the, the Sabres really hoped that they were going to get some stability on, on the blue line when they traded to get Scandella from the wild. And again, very early, this you know doesn't necessarily mean it can't happen. But uh, Scandella, in, in the first four games, uh, his possession number is running around 41 42%, uh, but just as bad. There, there have been two defensemen um, that uh, changed teams in the offseason that have been on the ice for no goals for and five against at even strength. Marco Scandella is one. Uh, the other is Carl Alsner in, in Montreal. Um, but, you know, for in Scandella's case, this is the guy that uh, was supposed to come in and sort of steady uh, the Sabres' defense, and, and the early results uh, are not terribly positive. Again, very early. We'll, we'll hope that he can turn it around, but uh, um, this is probably not how he hoped uh, it would start in Buffalo. In conversation with Scott Cullen from tsn.ca on Twitter, at TSN Scott Cullen. And Scott, you can find heroes and zeros of yours and your top storylines on tsn.ca. Got time for, I think, one of the top storylines. It's, it's tough. You can pick the Vegas Golden Knights. You can go Austin Matthews. Where are you going on the, the top storyline? Well, I, I'll go with Alex Galchenyuk because ah. uh, I think it's a compelling story yeah. uh, because it comes with a bit of a history, right? The, the, the Habs demoted him to the fourth line this week, and he has no points in four games. And that's look, I can understand you demote a guy like that, but the, the history of Alex Galchenyuk in Montreal is that they have underutilized him, right? When he made the team as an 18-year-old, they played him like 11, 12 minutes a night, even though he was more productive um, than, than guys who were getting more ice time. So. You sheltered him as, as a kid, that's fine. Um, they were really slow to kind of give him um, a more prominent role. Uh, and then finally, like in 2015, 2016, he busted through and was a 30-goal scorer you know, and played, played more at center, and he's a 21-year-old who scores you 30 goals. You would think this is you know, on, on the upswing. Um, and then last season he started. He had 23 points in 25 games, and then he got injured. Well, he came back from injury, and, and it – you know, wasn't working very well, and which he wasn't terribly productive. Well, and then Claude Julian came in and decided that um, Galchenyuk didn't belong at center either, and so now you've got this. You know, he's, he's 23 years old and and can't seem to find a home in Montreal. You know, the, mm-hmm. they, this, this is a guy who, you know, can certainly fit in the top six on on most teams in the league, uh, and you know has, has just found his way to the fourth line on a Montreal team that can't score at all. Uh, so I, as I put out on Twitter this week, I said if I was a GM of a team meeting forward talent, and there's no shortage of those, uh, I'd be I'd be calling to to make an offer to Montreal to see how much they really value him. Yeah, um, you know, they yeah. they insist they're insisting that oh no we're not burying him this is you know just a, a short term thing. But you know when you when you have the history that uh, Gauchenyuk does in Montreal, uh, I think that that makes this this demotion to the fourth line bigger than just uh, some sort of random event. 
Yeah, that'll be a, a very interesting storyline to follow throughout the year. Scotty, thank you so much. We'll do it again next week. Sounds great. Thank you, Andy. All right, Scott Cullen. Get him on Twitter, at TSN Scott Cullen.